0: Hey listeners, this week we are debuting a new series here on Hookah Chats. Matt and I are taking our album and music review segments and making them a separate series. Here is part two of our Albums That Influence Us conversation. I hope you enjoy it and be on the lookout for more episodes like this one in the future. Don't worry, our typical Hookah Chats episodes will continue next week. Uh, By the way, I totally missed the boat. I totally missed the boat and not making Party in the Parking Lot uh, (laughs) from By Backstreet Law, our, our opening theme song. Matt and Ethan review music.
1: Now let's talk about something exciting that we both agree on. (laughs) Punk rock. Well, okay. Yeah. No, I I think I I have,
0: I have a little bit more to say about the, well, that's not true. I have plenty to say about both. Um, So anyway, so listeners, first uh,
1: first explain what the, what the, what the deal was.
0: Yes. So listeners, by the time this episode drops, the, the prior episode will have dropped. Um, where Matt and I, Matt and I are going to do a somewhat recurring segment where where we give each other albums uh, to listen to, and uh, we we give our thoughts and reviews and opinions on these albums. Um, the prompt for this time was two albums who that that have kind of lyrically uh, really shaped us and molded us uh, in our thought or in in our political thoughts, you know, any kind of thing like that. I gave Matt two albums uh, that he reviewed: uh, an X Clan record and actually a musical. And that out, al- that episode is going to drop probably the week before this one for some continuity. And this week, uh, I'm going to be uh, talking about Matt and I are both will be talking about uh, two punk rock records that Matt gave me that uh, to listen to that that he feels have really shaped his uh, political, philosophical, social. You know, self and thinking. And uh, the two records are uh, a Bad Religion record, Stranger Than Fiction, is the name of the album, and a Dead Kennedys record, Franken Christ, is the name of that album. And I would like to start with Bad Religion, if that's okay. Yeah. Okay. First of all, I want to start with stuff that I like. about this record i I didn't let me say this i don't i there isn't anything about this record that i dislike but i have comments about the record that you might not like (laughs) that's fine (laughs) so i didn't dislike this record at all uh bad religion is a punk rock band are they both from california did i see that right okay yes um both the dead kennedys and bad religion are from california so right out of the gate this record the, the thing that really surprised me in a good way about this record, Matt, and listeners, for those who, who maybe know Bad Religion or want to know Bad Religion, is uh, the harmonies. So Bad Religion, uh, Matt, w- w- what surprised me and what I liked about it is the vocal harmonies of the band. That's not the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of kind of straight punk rock, is uh, a, um, a musicality and a sense of, like a strong sense of melody and, and, you know, the, uh, and vocalization. I really like the lead vocalist. I think he's got a good sound. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and it was surprising to listen to two or three part harmony from the band. I thought that was really cool. Um, have the lyrics up for the song in particular that you wanted me to pay attention to, which is the handshake. Yes. Yes. So, I thought that the, uh, I mean, I, I thought the handshake was a great track. I, as somebody, so as somebody who doesn't know a ton about punk rock music, let me start with this. As somebody who doesn't know a ton about punk rock music and whose whose exposure to punk rock is, is almost entirely through metal. Cause I listened to a lot of metal growing up and listen to a lot of metal now, even though I didn't give you any metal records to review the first time around, <laughs> um, uh, i'm i'm surprised when i when i listen to punk rock at the lyrics and i probably shouldn't be surprised Every time It's not that I'm surprised that they're political or philosophical, but I'm always surprised at how um, thoughtful they are. Uh, I, we'll get to this again when I talk about Franken because I think I think that was a strength of that's a strength of that record is that
1: mm-hmm.
0: is I think the lyrics in that record are incredible. But but I, I'm really su- I was really surprised by the kind of strength of lyrics in uh, the Bad Religion record. Mm-hmm. um in a very good way my exposure like i said my exposure to punk rock is through metal which means that i either get the like the new wave of british heavy metal uh propaganda which is you know punk rock was terrible it was awful nobody listened to punk rock and lemmy from motorhead's like well, i did you know <laughs> and everyone's like shut up let me you know when it was quite when Motorhead's first record is a punk record, you know, it's like, come on, let <laughs> me break. Um, so I get that, but I also get uh, exposure to punk through like subgenres of metal that are clearly influenced by punks so, like thrash metal is clearly influenced by, by punk and stuff like that. And so I'm, I'm surprised. I say all of that to say that I'm, I'm surprised by this bad religion record because it's, has nothing really all that much in common at all with metal. You know, there's no it be, and, and it's precisely because of its sort of musicality. the world, what's the arts? And I'm surprised by the strength of its lyrics, particularly in the handshake, as, as mm-hmm. you kind of brought forward. It's really thoughtful. It's um and, and, and it's it's easy to listen to. Can I put it like that? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's uh, some punk rock music is hard to listen to on purpose. Like Black Flag is not easy to listen to on purpose. Right. And I like Black Flag. But, but this is, but I thought, I thought the Bad Religion record was, was really easy to listen to in, in a good way. Um, right. here's, here's another comment I'll make. And then, and then I want to hear your comments from my comment. This is the comment that you might not like, although you might be fine with it. Uh, it is pretty clear to me that Bad Religion forms a huge influence in pop punk. Yeah. Uh, and so while I was listening to this record, I thought of one of my favorite like pop punk american like early you know 90s american rock bands Jimmy Eat World. Mm-hmm. I love Jimmy Eat World. And and there's there's an obvious similarity, you know, like Jimmy Eat World does not sound a ton like Bad Religion like they're not they're not doing the same things. Jimmy Eat World's got its own kind of pop sensibilities and its own emo sensibilities and its own lyrical contents of, you know that that doesn't have a ton to do with politics or philosophy it's, it's its own kind of a thing but in the harmonies and sort of the way the music is kind of crafted there there's an obvious similarity i see that also in um one of my least favorite bands in, in all time blink 182. yeah um <laughs> meaning no disrespect to bad religion like i <laughs> mean no disrespect to bad religion but blink 182 one of my least favorite bands of all time, but there's an obvious connection, you know, like I see, uh, even though Tom DeLonge doesn't sound anything like uh, the guy from bad religion. I can't think of his name. Apparently. Greg. Greg. Thank you. Um, even though Greg is obviously a better singer than Tom DeLong, the, the way the songs are kind of crafted in terms of harmony and melody. I see that, that similarity. I'm going to be honest though. And, and we're not there yet. Um, I see, more of you in franken than i do in this album <laughs> um but we'll talk about that later so anyway uh um what do you think what 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 did what did i what do you what do you think about what i said
1: well uh uh you have to first understand the 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 sort of history of punk rock and and where they where they came from now uh in a in a very i mean we could do a whole podcast on just punk rock and there's so many different iterations and versions of it but like it really started in like the mid 70s with bands like the ramones and they weren't terribly political you know they weren't the reason that dd ramone and joey ramone had holes in their pants was because they didn't have any money to buy pants like they weren't trying to make any sort of statements and everything about punk rock was very diy right you 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 find what you can find. You record what you can record. The Sex Pistols were created in in Britain, um, out of people that didn't even know how to play instruments, <laughs> right? And, and uh, like that was like the first wave of punk rock, and it only lasted like two or three years, and then it was it was gone. It was mm-hmm. gone after that because everybody you know overdosed on heroin and and died. But um, the second wave started around in the late 70s, uh, early 80s. And that was just hardcore, right? That It was mm-hmm. called hardcore at the time. And it was bands like Crass and bands like uh, ugh, New York Dolls and, and mm-hmm. all those sorts of bands that if you went to a punk rock show, um, you would get beaten up if if you were thought to be a poser, right? You were, you were not, it was very closely guarded community. Um, and it was, it was enforced to be, um, DIY. And it was enforced to be underground by the fans that were there. They took ownership of it. Right. Um, but they weren't terribly political either. Now bands like the dead Kennedy's were coming around and they, they actually had something to say in the early eighties and, uh, that added a different unique to it or unique, uh, element to it but it was still just a bunch of kids that were intentionally underground counterculture and I've always liked that aspect of it the bands like the misfits were coming out then if you've ever listened to a misfits song I love the misfits but they you you would not confuse them with a political band like they're, sure. there's they're just not like that so that was the the next era of it now as the late is the mid 80s bad, bad religion formed in the mid 80s They probably formed a little earlier than the mid 80s, but like they didn't start producing records that people could buy until like the late 80s. And they were coming around with bands like Green Day, uh, Nirvana, um, all these other bands that suddenly found some mainstream success and were able to be signed by major labels and that the culture had allowed itself to expand enough that that people could be respected for for selling their um, for selling their art and not not uh, admonished for it and that's where you get your you no know, effects bad religion they're, they're kind of like the third wave of punk so there's like a lot of stuff going on in punk music before we get to a bad religion but i feel like that was sort of the pinnacle and then you, you're you're arguably your fourth wave would be the uh, the pop punk bands, the the Blink One Eighty Twos, the you know those bands that followed after that, that kind of just purely commercialized on the on the right. punk vibe, right? But I felt like when I was coming of age and I was listening to bands like the Dead Kennedys and Bad Religion, like it was a formative part part of my life where I was given access to the music without getting beaten up for it. So it was after, mm-hmm. after all the hardcore punk stuff, but before it kind of got like bubblegummy, if you will. I, I know. True. Right. Mm-hmm. So like I and, I, and it, and it still wasn't quote unquote popular, you know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't the, the poisons. It wasn't the, it wasn't the rats and the ACDCs, but it also wasn't, you know, it wasn't soft, you know, mm-hmm. and they and, and like you said, Guys like Greg Graffin, guys like Jello Biafra, the lead singer for the Dead Kennedys, really had a, a way of of conveying important and deep philosophical and political opinions in their poetry and setting that to music. And I and that's why I was so influenced by it because, not, I, like I said, I don't know if it's sort of like a chicken and an egg sort of thing. Like I don't know if it influenced me or if I liked it because it. Aligned with how I felt, either way, both of those records had that kind of personal impact to me. So, mm. like, I, I actually thought that because of the musicality of it, that you would like the Bad Religion album more than you did <laughs> the Dead Kennedys album. But uh, you know, to each his own, I guess. They're both no, great no. I, 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 I
0: don't get me wrong. I, I liked the Bad Religion record. I really did my taste in music is, is I, particularly as I talk to like you more, you know, and as, as we've become friends and particularly as I've had long, drunken conversations with Chris, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've realized kind of how odd I am. Like by and large, if you were to sit and talk to Richie, you know, about mm-hmm. music, I, I'm actually a little closer to Richie. He goes into right. the, uh, metalcore stuff more than i do i had a metalcore phase in high school um and and i escaped barely with my life and so i'm happy to not (laughs) not be listening much to that but like you know i my my go-to i have been on a motorhead kick again recently um because motorhead's incredible but like most of you know a lot of the stuff i listen to is uh, forms of death metal and doom metal and and just just heavier stuff um and so I listen but I do listen like I have all this place at these special places in my heart for individual bands sort of outside of that like Jimmy world is uh, one of my all-time favorite bands like one yeah. of these days you're gonna listen to I'm gonna give you a Jimmy world record to listen to oh I have it, them I'm, I'm glad like I love it <laughs> like I do like I think I think they're like the perfect pop rock band of all time like I think they they they've produced such catchy great music um but it's not always my go-to I think that bad religion I think that I would put bad religion in how do I want to put it I think that I I could imagine loving a bad religion record in a similar way as I love a Jimmy Eaton world record
1: mm-hmm.
0: where, where I might love a record um, uh, rather than like really sit and like consume the music, um, which is a good, a good transition to the dead Kennedys. Cause I, I love Frank and Christ. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I loved it, I loved it for two reasons. One, I, I, I gunned in my head. I really thought that, that the lyrics, uh, uh, and the vocal performance of in Fr- Frankenkreis um, were really incredible. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like like I'm sitting with the lyrics. I sat with the lyrics with "Bad Religion," and it and it's quite good. Don't get me wrong, but but the the total unorthodox style of delivery and 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 the kind of just essentially spoken word slam poetry, right. you know, right. that's going on in the Ted Kennedys. Like like it it um draws the reason why I like the record. As I thought a lot about why I really love Frank and Christ, the reason why I love the record. Uh, kind of sonically is because it hits a lot of the same things in my brain that hit with like a great death
1: metal record a gas station,
0: the and mm-hmm. Like the the super harsh vocal, you know, kind of death metal, doom metal, thrash certain thrash. I don't listen to a ton of thrash, but stuff like that, that that hits in my head. Uh like the notes that it hits in my head are, are I imagine similar notes that like lovers of like classical music hit. Mm-hmm. Like for me it's all sonic. Like it's all sonic, it's all the way it sounds how it hits me you know the way i'm able to kind of immerse myself in the contours of a riff or of a song like I'm, I'm it's one of the reasons why I love motorhead uh because uh motorhead hits that for me and I never have to listen to the lyrics or care you know like, right. I sit there and I go and it doesn't make me shallow actually a ton of motorhead lyrics really aren't that bad believe it or not right. I'm sure you know um <laughs> but like but like it hits the sound hits and, I, and I'm able to kind of immerse myself in the music um so Christ hits a lot of that like like the weirdness of the guitar sound the 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 because it's got such that you know the guitarist for Dead for Dead Kennedys has in, in that record has such a unique sound. It's such. It's a,
1: almost it's almost discordant in a yeah, way. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's 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 so different, and you know, and I loved that. I thought it was great, and um, I'll never be able to pronounce the the, the vocalist's name, and you've said it once or twice already, but that <laughs> Jello by, Biafra. <laughs> Jello Biafra.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the the how weird he sounds and
1: uh-huh. then his
0: is kind of his transition from clean into more a more harsh style vocals i think you know hits me uh and it hit me in a really different way than the what i would consider the kind of prettiness meaning no disrespect
1: no no that's that's you know, you're absolutely right M- bad religion is is beautiful in its in its musical composition. The way that right. three part harmony strikes with the with the melodies of the songs. It's very it's very um, instrumentally and aesthetically pleasing to the ear. Whereas the Dead Kennedys is kind of like more like an attention grabber, right? It's it's yeah. it's almost like watching a peaceful waterfall in one scene and watching a car wreck in the other scene. <laughs> like you, yeah, both that's
0: yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> similar. It is similar to that. I. Let me say just one or two more things about the dead Kennedys uh, because I want to. I, I made a list of things I want to hit on. Um, Jello Biafra, am, am I saying that right? Jello yes. Biafro Jello Biafra is interesting. The the performance. Uh, one of the things that that drew me in as well to his sort of vocal delivery is the sense I always I got from the record and the way he delivered it is his vocal delivery is dictated by the, um the way the lyrics are composed right? right and so like he does what he has to do to get to get the meaning across um in each of the songs and I and I thought that was um I thought that made it a standout kind of record in a really interesting way because he's not bound by a ton of melody
1: mm-hmm. he's
0: sort of able to um there, it, it sounds nothing like this, but it's a similar principle. It's similar to Rage Against the Machine,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where where you know it's not that Jelly Afro is rapping; he's not right. Zach De La Roca, But it's similar to Rage Against the Machine, in which because Zach De La Roca is not bound to a melody, the the delivery is able to be dictated by the meaning, right? And so he's, right. he he wants to get the meaning out there. There there it, it's similar to the X Clan record too, right? You know the X Clan record. Frank and Christ and to the East Blackwards words are, are, are cousins in, a, in right. a weird way. Like, like it's, it's all centered around this aesthetic and this meaning. Um, and, and the lyrics sort of take center stage in that way, but not only the lyrics, but the, uh, the, the MCs, like the rat, like, like the performance right. uh, Jella Biafra and, and uh, brother Jay, you know, and grand verbalizer brother Jay are doing the same thing like like they're they're performing and delivering these lyrics in uh, so that the meaning gets across and i really like that they're sorry catch you no
1: longer or want or even care about here machines can do a better job with you and this is what you get for asking questions the unions agree
0: sacrifices must be made. Computers never go on strike. To save the working man, you gotta put him out the past. Listening to Franken Christ, I totally understand now why, out of all the things I have said, all the nonsense I've said about ghosts and spirits and Jesus, <laughs> you were like, Powers and principalities? Yeah, like, like that makes <laughs> fucking sense. You know, I get that. Like, like, yeah, yeah, Frank and yeah, sure. You know, like, like, it was great. It was great. Nick, uh, Nick was listening to the podcast last night and was, you know, the the one we just put out, the Powers podcast, yeah. and was like, was just like, wow, Matt really buys this stuff. You know, and 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 I had just listened, you know, a couple of days prior, I had just listened to the Dead Kennedy track, and I was like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, yeah, it's because. It Jelleby afro here he, he might be like yeah sure sure, <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, it was cool I
1: I, lo- I, I will say this I, I definitely to know while you're bringing that up that that Franken Christ was widely panned and considered one of the Dead Kennedy's worst albums why um, and primarily primarily because their earlier stuff wasn't I mean it was political too but it wasn't so like in your face political and they got in trouble. Jello Biafra got in trouble with his fan base for proselytizing. Like, they didn't want that. Back then, like I said, man, you're coming out of the hardcore era where everything was based on emotion and and just like energy and and they didn't want to stop and think about anything. But Jello Biafra really had something to say, you know? That's why I like that record so much Mm -hmm. because most people, most um, dive in the wall Dead Kennedys fans would think that that's not one of their better albums I think it's their crowning achievement <laughs> you know, just because it has that kind of capacity to make you think. I want to think whenever I, I mean, I can listen to, I can listen to a Jimmy Eat world song and enjoy it. I can listen sure. to all sorts of music and feel the vibe and, and, and enjoy the music. There's tons of music like that, that I really appreciate and love and respect, but something like Frank Christ or something like stranger than fiction that I can feel and enjoy musically and still have that uh kind of emotional and philosophical connection with that's what made them influential to me
0: i thought no and i i feel you i feel exactly what you're saying i so i really like uh, soup is good for food i thought i thought lyrically i, I think soup is and good that's food, like, yes soup is good food sorry soup is good for food soup is good food i thought i yep. thought that was fun like like the delivery is a lot of fun and uh-huh. and i think lyrically it's 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 uh it's pretty good. It's, it's, dead, it's, on, it's, it's, it's dead, dead on, man. It's dead on. It's and it's
1: going down. And that's the thing, it's like it's it, I think that album was released I, I could be wrong, but I think it was released in like nineteen eighty-four. Yeah, eighty
0: five.
1: Yeah. Eighty-five. And uh, and it's like if you listen to the lyrics to soup is good food or stars and stripes of corruption or really any track on there like they're completely applicable today and it Mm -hmm. totally makes sense today like it totally translates it 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 ages very well
0: (laughs) you know you're right it does it does <laughs> age very well I, I think that's maybe the other piece to it is and why i why i see a really interesting similarity between this record and to the east black right because there's from a genre perspective it sounds it sounds like when the albums were released like right like right. the east black sounds like an early 90s hip-hop record because sure it, it is, is and right. franken sounds like a mid-80s you know punk record you know and because it is but but the reason why those records have such a lasting effect is that lyrically they're so sophisticated and and they're dealing with themes that nobody has gotten over
1: <laughs> right <laughs> right.
0: That, right that uh that it does feel like we're talking about the same thing like like i i first was exposed to um, uh, to the east blackwards two years after ferguson missouri right um you know like like not long after trump made his shit whole country comment and and <laughs> and all the black lives matter protesting was still happening and 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 you know and and you listen to not just any part of that album but you listen to like uh the the song outrage where they talk about yousef mm-hmm. hawkins getting gunned down like yeah like and you're just like man this is just the same shit <laughs> and, and in Franken Christ, you get you get so much of the same kind of stuff, right? Like the corporatization, the greed, the the uh, caring about um, the non-material things when people are dying and nobody mm-hmm. cares. Um, and so, sitting in the parking lot, you know, of, of Andrea's gymnastics, <laughs> listening to Franken Christ with the lyrics up, I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, I get yeah. it. I, he just I, kind of I puts
1: it, it right in your eye, doesn't he? It's,
0: it does. It does. <laughs> I, I I quite liked it. I quite like it. Frank and Christ will be a record that I will re-listen to, and I and I yeah. think that's from from a kind of a personal like a uh, personal preference standpoint. That's sort of the difference between this record and the Bad Religion record. Like mm-hmm. I think I think that I already listened to certain bands that are um, that are clearly influenced by Bad Religion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so and so the stuff I liked about bad religion hits uh, some of those notes like like I'm like wow I, I like this album but it really just makes me want to listen to the bleed American record by Jimmy world you know right. like like
1: because, because it' not this, a bad it, thing b- because Jimmy world is a descendant of it I mean that's where it well, comes from right that's they were the predecessors of that
0: right so. but but I but Franken Christ doesn't hit any of that it hits a it right. It, it, it's a it's a new thing for me and so it kind of i listen listening to it was very enjoyable and and like i would re-listen to this record like i would sit with with friends you know who haven't heard this record and be like well let's listen to this record because this is this right. is very different it's very cool it's so i quite liked it i i was there you go uh, nick
1: nick listen to franken and christ and let us know what you think
0: that's right anybody who's listening <laughs> nick jory i don't care <laughs> Frank and Christ by the dead Kennedys. Um, the other thing that this maybe may as we wrap up, uh, bad religion also really reminded me. I, I wanted to say this during the bad religion section. Bad religion remind reminded me of a of a like heavy metal band named uh, Weird Lord Sloughfag. Have you ever heard of them?
1: <laughs> no, you you texted me about it. I haven't had the opportunity <laughs> to pick that up.
0: So. So they're called. They're actually so they're called either Weird Lord Sloughfag or they're just called Sloughfag. Um, but their first like four records are uh, no, it's actually Lord Weird. Sorry, I get it all messed up. <laughs> Lord Weird Slough Fag. The first four records are Lord Weird Slough Fag, four or five, and then in a couple of records are just Slough Fag. and then their most recent record they went back to Lord Weird Sloughfag, and um, they're sort of like if uh metallica and bad religion had a kid yeah that's that's really listening to bad religion i was like okay yeah yeah i see this <laughs> like like there's clearly a bad religion punk element in slough Feg, and and there's some there's some clear uh well it's not really there, there's there's some iron maiden influence there's some metallica influence um and they're a ton of fun like like the the lead vocalist for Slawfeg, it sounds really similar to to um, the guy from Bad Religion, and it, it's just kind of this muscular, like thick, musical sound in in Feg. I'd recommend them.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: my favorite record by them is a record called Traveler, and it's a concept record, but it's it's not like a lame concept record. It's not like a Rush concept record. <laughs> you know, it's it, it's a uh, there you know how like Thin Lizzie is sort of considered a prog band? Yeah. But it's like prog in a totally different way than lame prog yeah. bands. It's good, it's more like yeah, it's good prog. <laughs> Sloughfag is sort of like that, where it's it's I guess it's at times a little progressive, but it's it's not uh it's not like totally lame. But uh but I'd I'd recommend them. Long story short, everybody quite like the records, very good uh the dead kennedy's record was a special favorite for me uh the bad religion record definitely not a bad record and i see knowing matt i see why he's influenced lyrically by these records definitely good stuff you should definitely check them out i will be po- posting uh links to these records in, in when i post these episodes and so i'll post the bad religion and dead kennedy's record and, and then Maybe our mini-sodes, I'll, I'll never have time to create mini for this, but maybe our mini will be dedicated just to these musical things, and then the Backstreet Law song will be the opening to that. Matt, hookah you know, music music hour. It's a party in the parking lot. Backstreet hookah chats. Backstreet hookah chat. <laughs> I, had, I had at my sister's wedding, final story. At my sister's wedding, I was hanging out with Nick, uh this is the other year this is you know, just last year i guess and uh and we were chatting in my car and i was like oh man i have to have you listen to this song and uh, you know matt matt turned me on to this band backstreet law and he nick's like what the fuck is that and i <laughs> and i put on party in the parking lot and nick was like i gotta get out of here i don't know what garbage. What hillbilly backwards town do you live we have gotta get you out of Kerwinsville. Like I'm like I'm more like sure that he Matt likes it ironically and he and thinks, like, oh brother, this is this is just
1: shameful. But oh man. Ooh, now that was a fun one. I'm that glad you like the albums.